Hi there, this is Martin Popoff, scribbler of 85 Heavy Metal Books and host of History in 5 Songs with Martin Popoff podcast. When I need to get my kiss fix, I listen to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Listen to us both on the Pantheon Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Check them out. Oh boy, here we go. Boy. Pressing the button. Star Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Anthony Fast? Stop shouting. Ace He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. But it grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fan? Stop it. Why? Because the fuck clap. Six one seven five two five zero eight. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello, hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom Zeus and Joey Casada. Still not in the Hall of Fame. Yo, I'm here, baby. <laughs> with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 233, Kiss Draft 11, 1978 solo albums. Woo. Yeah, good stuff. It's good only stuff. taken us four months to get busy Joey Casada back. Well, do, why don't, do, that's because, hey, guys, I'm available. Uh, it's. Quarter of two in the morning. Can you guys record right now? Here's my favorite part. These morons have oh, been torturing me for months. Time. You got to set up the time and this and that. I, I finally, I'm, I scheduled the time is set. Zeus five minutes before. I got to pick my kid up from roller skating <laughs> practice. <laughs> and then as soon oh, as we hit record, they spring on me. Oh, by the way. We got to go through all the comments of the last 26 episodes also. Is, <laughs> you guys know, shout out Loudcasters note, every episode is minimum one hour before we get to oh, the so Oh, not anymore. Sorry, sorry we have listeners that care. <laughs> Did I have to be here for the comments, you idiots? Yes, because we want you to comment on the comments. All right, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Joey was busy teaching music. To like Webster, the kids from Different Strokes, and all the other reject child actors. Listen, Natalie, from the 80s. Natalie's Natalie's fucking on fire with the, the violin. She's great from Facts of Life. Uh, of course, yeah. What Facts about one from Facts yeah, of Life? Yeah, Wait but what? It's Blair, Blair. I don't know what you're referring to. Blair. No, 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 no. He doesn't want to do it. That's 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 his that's, call. Tom, I don't know what you're doing, but that's. It sounds a little fucked up. It sounds like you're making fun of people, Tom. No, I'm not. I'm not. Joey's <laughs> wow. just Joey's just helping Blair with the skin flute during his fucking lessons. That's what he's teaching her how to play. Oh, Bla- <laughs> come on. Blair back in the day was awesome. She was smoking. Oh, she was fat in the ass. What are you talking yeah, about? No, that's all the they fat. But I like fat. Dude, I like Tootie with the braces and the roller skates. 
You are disgusting. Banging Mrs. Garrett in the kitchen with the cookies. Mrs. Garrett was doing double duty, helping the Drummonds and the Chicks from Facts of Life. Uh, She was giving lessons to Arnold Jackson and and Willis and Dudley's dad. Dudley's dad (laughs) was the worst. Dudley's dad is going to make it into Shout It Out Loudcast Hall Uh, of Fame before you. Biggest (laughs) teeth in the whole world, right? Dudley's dad? Yeah. You remember? Oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's like huge choppers. Yeah, he's like the fucking basketball coach there. From BC, from <laughs> yeah. Al Skinner. Al Skinner, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. All right, so last week we had the great Holly Knight on. Now we have Joey Casada. Yeah, we went from one amazing author to another guy who thinks he's one. <laughs> now listen, I'm going to say something <laughs> to you right now. I, I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I haven't gotten around to the Holly Knight episode, but I did just finish the wonderful... Bruce Kulik episode. Now I'm going to oh. tell you both something right now. Oh no! Uh-oh. Here we go. Usually I don't make it to the end of the episode because <laughs> you guys really, your my ears start hurting after a while. <laughs> but with Bruce, it was great, and I even stayed after. And you guys, there was about a good 15 minutes at the end where you praised Bruce, rightfully so. I thought Bruce was incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Insight on all the songs, the stuff with Danger. I thought it was off the charts, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. No thanks to you two, but Bruce was great. Mm-hmm. But at the end, you guys give this long how incredible Bruce is. I'm telling you right now, I better get the same treatment tonight. I want a 20-minute <laughs> soliloquy at the end all about how good of a guest I was tonight. Well, if you're a good guest, maybe you'll get five yeah. minutes. You're on probation, Casada. Let's see how it works. <laughs> Double secret. All right, so we did a poll yep. about Holly's contributions with Kiss, right? We did, yeah. Yep, so the poll was, uh, what Kiss contribution of Holly's is your favorite? Is it her playing the keyboards on the Unmasked album? Is it her writing Hide Your Heart, Raise Your Glasses, or I Pledge Allegiance to the State of Rock and Roll? Without a doubt, the runaway winner on this poll was Hide Your Heart, 52%. Twenty-nine percent keyboards on unmasked, oh. and my and my poor songs from Psycho Circus that I adore. Raise your glasses, eleven percent. I pledge allegiance, eight percent. Nice, Joey. Where do you stand? Where do you stand on those? Raise your glasses is so underrated. I love I that song. We yeah. try to convince her that she needs to get that to a pop artist, and it'll be a hit. Yep, hundred percent. Hundred percent. She's like, really? You think so? I'm like, yes. Oh, I agree. Yeah. A uh, couple comments here. Oh, our buddy Steve Wright from Part of the Hell definitely pledge vastly underrated song. You know it. Yes, that's the one I always go to. I love that. Jeff says she is absolutely amazing. So glad you got an interview with her. I'm going to join Audible just to hear the extras. Yeah, if you guys missed that part, she does the, the Audible reading of the book. And during that, she drops in little uh, demos and uh, audio tidbits, uh, which is actually kind of a cool little extra function there for the uh, for the Audible. Uh, Joey does that too, but he just drops in sound bites of him and Ernie friggin' pulling each other's fingers during the audible. So you better stop it. You know, you know as well as I do, my audible audio book is outstanding. So many, so many extras. You know that, Joey. Joey. Hey. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, our buddy Heavy Mayo says, for the record, oh. Love Touch. Is a certified heavy mayo banger. I don't even know that song. I know, I know it's Rod that, Stewart, but 
Everything touch. about that whole sentence was completely disgusting. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Starting with heavy mayo, love touch, oh. uh, everything about it. Oh, that song God. is a pussy song. That's oh, why no. It. That's okay. why he likes it. He likes all those pussy songs. Oh, God. All right. And I will finish up Twitter. We got Nick Caruso, co-host of the Right Between the Eyes podcast. Another excellent kiss podcast. Uh, what a great episode. The writer of a personal favorite razor glasses. I had no idea that Holly wrote all those classics. Yeah, that's the cool thing about that. An interview like that, a book like that. You learn a lot about songs that we all grew up with, especially some of the kiss stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's Nick Caruso. Check out his podcast right between the eyes. Good stuff. And uh, that's Twitter. Yeah. Holly's book reads easy. Every chapter is a nice, fun, easy read. Uh, I'll give credit to our fucking co-host today. His book is similar. Good, quick stories each chapter. Quick! It's the book's a, like 600 pages long! Yeah, but the it's, chapters aren't long. I'm there are teased. a lot I'm of teasers. Right? I'm teasing. It's a good They're it's organized a good in a way that each chapter is right on point to the I know how to matter. organize a book, Zeus. Yeah, yeah oh, wink, Jesus. wink. Here we go. Wink, wink. Uh, all right, over on the Book of Face, our buddy Keith Rochford. Keith, thank you for the... He sent me a White Snake uh, DVD slash CD 1984 slided in concert. Thank you very much, buddy. I nice. got it and I much appreciated. Uh, another stellar episode. Her book was an amazing read and she is so honest and talented. T and Z are the kings of the streets. You hear that? Oh. <laughs> what streets? The streets where Tito's belongs. Well, the street giveth and the street taketh away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, hey, you Warden. guys have murder and high heels. All right. That's what you're <laughs> Ooh, our buddy Jason Ward in great book, great episode. I got the audiobook and like Zeus finished it quickly. It was interesting to hear about some of my favorite rock stars or stories about them. Never got why Rod crapped on Love Touch and always thought Hide Your Heart should have been bigger than it was. Ace's version, not so much, but to each their own. Yeah, I was really surprised she preferred, or I shouldn't say prefer, but really liked. Ace's version. No, I actually think she said she preferred Ace's version. If Did I recall correctly, that I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. It was more raw and stuff. She said it was raw or more, more what she wanted from the song, it was like rock. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. It's so weird that that happened. I mean, especially then because they were really rivals. It, what are we talking about? Eighty nine, right? Yeah. So yeah. to have both of them release that on the record is insane. I know. I, I think I heard the story that Gene reached out to Ace to tell him not to do it. Right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about I, that. I, th I remember I think, reading I think that may, I think I think there may have been something about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading something that Gene reached out and said, oh, don't do this. We're releasing this. So on mm. and so forth. But it's it, it's it was weird. And I don't I think yeah. it, unfortunately, Aces didn't have a chance because vocals, you know, Ace uh, Paul's vocals at, at that time were insane. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. So uh, we got some other good comments here. Pierre Plante Privé, Yanni Aslak Rasanin. Uh, <laughs> we got everyone from all over the world commenting here, I guess. Uh, all very nice comments. Thank you very much. Over on our Loudcasters page, I can't believe I'm going to say this. John Whiteman says, I typically only read books by Joey Casada. God. And God, Pawn Stars erotic fan fiction online. <laughs> yeah, and then I remember I think I commented and said Joey's book is fan fiction. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but I'll be making an exception for this book. It sounds like she's got some good stories. She doesn't hold much back. No, she doesn't. It's very, 
very open. And yes, you did write Tom fan fiction. Yeah. Tom said, <laughs> and Joey jumps in with, "You have great taste." Of course, not he does. To, not to me. Well, you know. Listen, you you better both stop it right now. You read that book. What did it take like you a weekend book. to read my book? A weekend? I don't think I finished it yet. <laughs> I liked it. I like his book. I'll be honest with him. Oh no, it's a great book. But I can't. We can't oh. praise Joey on the show. Can't Greg Gould. Greg Gould says, "Heard the names all these years. This is the first time I've ever seen a picture of her." Oh it yeah. I I would have. If I'd known, I would have cleaned up more to listen. <laughs> All right. Over on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Hold, um, give me a little stop here. Let me stop it right there. Why yes. are we missing the YouTube sound effect here? I, I'm going to. I'm, I'm little, too lazy. Just <laughs> let, listen. You put in every stupid sound effect that you could possibly do. You can't add the YouTube one. The YouTube one works, you idiot. St- take some of the other ones out. I'm doing well, like, right like your Like your theme. No, that one works. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Exactly. And of course, yeah. my beautiful friend, Jack Panacchio. Oh, you have oh, a fucking See, now you got to do it. That Everything in. else works. You know, you could you could trim seven minutes of the you know the CBQ ink. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Yeah, he's not advertising right now outside of tax season. CBQ Inc. CBGBs. Um, Glam Rock Bandit says, I love these interview episodes. It's cool hearing these stories about Kiss from people who's worked with them. It's cool insight into the inner workings of Kiss Machine, so to speak. The amount of Kiss connection Holly has is amazing. My job was firmly uh, on the floor throughout. Another killer episode. And again, as Kane Roberts would say, what's RTFO? Rock the fuck out. I don't know. Tom and Zeus. Also, side note, I'm a she, not a he. Ooh. Wow. Another chick listening to us. We'll take it. Patrick 2420. Another great one. Holly Knight sounded very authentic, spoke with such refreshing humility. You can tell when somebody really just loves music and respects the art. Her work will stand the test of time. She doesn't seem to have her head in the clouds. Cool person. I'm sure her book is great. I have to say, I did go back and give the previous episode another listen. You know why? Because there's nothing better than you. Come on, Joey. You want to sing that part? (laughs) You better edit that out. You're going to get copyright infringement. (laughs) Gigi going to come get me because we sang it? Well, too bad. You know, I had to throw some people out of uh, certain places. What? Dude. Whoever is getting muscled out by Joey Casada. Listen, really, you know what I'm talking really, about. We put on the down low. You guys remember Creatures Fest. I had to do some stuff. I had to, I had to escort some, some people out. These are the things that I got to do. Dude, who? Jericho? Who'd you have to throw out? <laughs> oh, gee, yeah. All right. We, let's, we won't uh, mention their names, but there's some people from other podcasts, if you know what I mean. All right. About the funk says totally have the best stuck in my head now. And that's what I got, Tom. Over to you. 
All right, let's get to a couple emails here. Buddy John Schaefer. Okay. Hearing about the songwriting process and Hide Your Heart was pretty cool. Hearing how the hook came about from a conversation between Paul and Holly was fun to learn. Uh, the part about Steven Tyler and remember she talked about that 10% songwriting credit on Ragdoll type of stuff. Uh, Raise Your Glasses is a great Kiss song. Like much of that album, the production heard it too glossy for my taste. Finally, Holly saved an awesome nugget for the last quote. You can't feed me to the wolves. They come when I call. That was a great quote by her. Nice. Is that a lyric uh, on a song? No, I don't think. I think it was just like. She was mentioning right. something she saw. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, our buddy A.J. White, our New Hampshire boy. Such an amazing interview. Not even five minutes into the information was awesome. I love that she says Ace was the best musician in her eyes. I also love that although she called rock and roll all night an anthem, she also called it a meathead song <laughs> and that they didn't reinvent the wheel, LOL. The one thing that did catch me by surprise is when she said Steven Tyler was the far better singer. I know Paul is not what he once was, but holy fuck in the day, he was one of the best in my opinion. Can I say in my opinion? That's a nice inside joke. Another stellar episode, an amazing guest. Uh, P.S. She's pretty fucking hot, too. <laughs> okay, you nailed that one. Uh, Michael Kreider, Zeus, uh, not Michael Cripps. <laughs> there was a kid in college named Michael Cripps. And I don't know, the name just sounds funny. <laughs> like he was part of some gang. And he was like the dorkiest kid, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. So this poor guy, he's a nice guy, fan of the show. And of course, now he, he gets a nickname. Uh, Tom and Zeus, great episode. Your, in, your interview was fantastic. Her honesty and willingness to be open about her experiences and thoughts about Kiss made for a fascinating discussion. After listening to the interview, I will definitely buy her book. And then he adds a couple extra comments here. Big fan of the show. Big fan of Holly. Oh, he goes, it's Michael Kreider, not Crips. He wrote that. He wrote, he wrote that in the email. Uh, and then we're going to finish up feedback here with an email uh, that we received courtesy of our website. You can send us emails directly or on the website. Uh, and he used shoutoutloudcast.com. Hey, guys, in Bruce's voice. Wow. I finally sat down to write this email. My apologies in advance as this may be long winded. Oh, this is Joey's favorite kind of feedback. Oh. I, st I stumbled across the album review crew podcast and, and Led Zeppelin three a few months ago was blown away by the in-depth analysis of each song. This kind of nerd out stuff is right up my alley. I jumped in and started exploring more episodes within the Shout Out Loudcast catalog, and I'm hooked. Every episode grows on the last one. At the beginning, I thought it would take more of a chronological line through the evolution of Kiss. But after listening, the randomness of what you guys want to do week after week is what makes it great. I'm a bit older than you guys and grew up right next to Stonehill. My son is actually an incoming freshman there. Ooh, don't Ow. mention our, don't mention our name. No, not me. Don't do that. Yeah. I got into Kiss with a live two. I was 10 years old, got it for Christmas, had the huge poster. Fast forward to 1996 and the unplugged appearance. In my opinion, great album. Always considered their music live to be much superior to their studio work. Even during the reunion years, I thought them to be good, but I found myself caught up with working, raising kids and all that crap. I'm not a big podcast guy, but the ones I do love get into the weeds of the topic I like. Your episodes do this and are right up my alley. Anyways, your podcast is just what a guy like me needed to reconnect with the hottest band in the land. I was never into a live one, but I listened to it at least three times a week to that album at the gym, including today. A couple of quick things from listening to some of your episodes. Uh, Modern Day Delilah is a good song and should have made it into March Madness. I kind of agree with that. Like please that. don't change. Please don't change a thing, guys. You are on to something big. I love S.I.O.L. 
And that is Chris Morrison. Chris Morrison, we edited your email a little bit, but that doesn't mean it wasn't fantastic. And because of that, my friend Chris, you are our comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Yeah. Uh, can we can we revisit my contract, please? Now I, I, you, we gotta you, have a sti- we don't have a contract. You do. I you want a stipulation in my contract. I am not coming on until these ridiculous fucking comments are over. Shut your mouth. Put it in. Look, put it in, Zeus. You're the we lawyer. Love, I want we, it in. We like you when you're. We like when you're here with the comments because then you can say dumb stuff like this, and then it reminds people why you're not in the Hall of Fame. If anyone out there actually knew. The hooked on phonics reading of these two idiots while they're reading the comments <laughs> because they, ed- I will tell you, Zeus, you're a master because you edit it. It sounds like you guys can read. Well, it's not, it's not that we're hooked on phonics. It's that our listeners are hooked on phonics. <laughs> so we have point. to try to interpret what the hell they're writing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, we move on. And what we do next is we give a shout out to our Patreon family. Patreon is where you can come and subscribe and you help out the show and then you get perks from us, whether it be merch, whether it be videos, whether it be input, whether it be the ARC album review crew pick, tons of stuff. We always appreciate our Patreon family. They do a great deal for us and we wouldn't be able to continuously grow the show without their support. So if you like what you hear and you like what we do, please Go in onto our Patreon page, which you can find right from the website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, and then you'll see the Patreon icon. Click on that. There's four different tiers. Find one that suits your needs, and then become part of the Patreon family and support the show. We appreciate our Patreon family. We love you guys. Thank you so much for all that you guys do, and please give Patreon a chance, those that are, are able to do so. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We say it every week. We get love you guys. Patreon guys are the best. Thank you so much for the continued support. Uh, and again, if you're interested, go to our website, click on the Patreon link or go to patreon.com. See what we're all about. Uh, maybe we'll introduce a Joey Casada tier where if you subscribe to that <laughs> tier, if you subscribe to that tier, he will never come on the show again. So you pay to have him never come on. Well, that sounds like a nice segue. I'm officially announcing Uh-oh. right here. First time ever exclusive, like, Bruce gave you the T-shirt exclusive. This is bigger. Okay. Oh, boy. You guys ready? I'm ready. Mm. Do it. Take a deep breath. I want everyone to pause. Turn your volumes up on your radios, wherever you're listening. I'm officially announcing Mm. the campaign for the Shout It Out Loud cast (laughs) Hall of Fame this year. I'm I'm running again. I'm running the (laughs) – shut up. The campaign has begun. I want loudcasters to start writing in. I'm I'm gonna it's my goal. This was once a decent podcast, it was never great. I'm gonna make this podcast, even though the slogan is weird now because I said it wasn't ever great. I'm gonna make <laughs> shout it out loudcast great again. Vote. You really you realize that nobody has any input on the Hall of Fame. It's a two-person yeah. committee. It's me and <laughs> yes. listen, if you listen, if you guys don't want to listen to your fans, I get it. You you treat them like pieces of shit. I all I care about is the fans. Let them vote. I want to hear from my people. I'm going out on the trail. 
I'm going to Middle America. I'm going to Zeus's homeland of wherever the hell he's from. And I'm I'm campaigning all around the world. And you're going to see me out there on the trail, thousand strong, really? leading the people. Wow. The campaign has begun. You realize okay. because of your bitching, every once in a while we get idiots that are like, oh, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, when am I going to be in the Hall of Fame? You know what? There's no more Hall of Fame. We're shutting it down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, none of you, you fucking know. idiots are going to be in the Hall of Fame. You That's don't want it. the demand. I get, welcome, I, welcome, welcome, new I get listeners. It. I get it. Well, welcome to none of you fucking <laughs> idiots. We're talking to our listeners. <laughs> are going to be in the Hall of Fame. None of you. <laughs> Nobody treats their fans as good as Tom and Zeus. That's a slogan. That, 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 that's a that's good point. Right. That's a good point. There's good point. nothing better than shout it out loud, cast treating their fans. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's move over to Kiss World and find out what's going on. Let's see if Ace has learned how to play Detroit Rock City again. Well, before we get into Ace, Kiss is officially on break until September 1st. So uh, the tour is pausing for a while. So they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're done in Europe. That's it. That's it. Yep. Kiss touring Europe. That's right. Yep. They uh, they do. uh, They come back September 1st. They're doing some raceway thing in Wisconsin. Then they do uh, a couple shows in Australia, and then they uh, they hit. They come back uh, October to the U.S. and wrap it up. Uh, yeah. You, you want to talk about Ace, Joey? What do we yeah. know about Ace? Uh, All I know, yeah. Talk they, about his uh, performance. You saw those two guitar fuck ups well, on him. I mean, listen, these things happen. No, no they don't. <laughs> I, I was just I was trying to figure out what was wrong. I don't know if he's out of tune or if he's in the wrong position or if he's tuned to the wrong i don't if he's dropped i I don't know what it is obviously it wasn't good we all know that i loved i love jeremy's and ryan's faces in those videos that's what i love more than anything um it is listen obviously we all defend ace we all love ace i love ace it is what it is it it is ace ace is fucking ace and he's always going to be ace and he, he he is what he is. Sometimes he creates magic at certain points and certain points. He's a fucking mess. And that's, that's it. But I will, t- let me tell you something before you start something about, I will take that disgusting mess every once in a while. And even if it's more frequent than every once in a while now with the, with the hopes of knowing you don't know what you're getting when you go in to see him live. It's good, but it's going to be live. I don't want to, if Ace is on tracks right now and every song sounds perfect, is that better? Do you guys really think that's better? No, but what he should be doing is really only two or three songs singing and everything else. Therefore, he can just mime it and just do the solos. Like he, like he doesn't have to put that much pressure, doesn't have to do much work. His band kicks ass. People love him. They're still doing great versions of classic Kiss songs. He should be doing songs from his solo albums. He should be doing songs from Kiss that he had a contribution to. Yeah, there's no reason he should well, be doing Deuce yeah. and Detroit Rock. Joey, City. I mean, Joey, the, the last fuck time out of your fucking set list, Joey. The last time we looked, his set list, he played 17 songs. 14 of them were Kiss songs. Listen, I'm not. I, Come on, set list wise, I couldn't agree more. And you know, we can argue the Kiss set too, but right. I agree. I don't think A should be doing any Kiss songs, whether he uh, Cold Gin. Parasite, maybe shock me, you know, and obviously shock you know, me and rocket ride. That should be it. He, Ace has such a great listen. If he's doing a festival, even when he opened for Alice Cooper, then I understand it's a different, it's a different animal. You have to feed fans 
some stuff that they know. So when you're opening for Alice Cooper, most of the fans are there to see Alice. You're going to give them the D- D- Detroit Rock Cities. You're going to give them a couple of the deuces and stuff like that. But when Ace is on his regular solo tours, there's no reason. He has such a big catalog yeah. and a lot of it great. Yeah. Whether you like the new stuff or not, even just the first three albums or up until Trouble Walking, yep. he has a way, way too much material that's not being represented there that he could be killing live. Yep. And I don't know why he doesn't do it. And if it was because he didn't want to sing them, that's different. Yeah. But he sings some of these. So it, it's not that it's not that. I think I it's probably I, I, I'm wondering if it's because it's it's nostalgia for Ace. From Kiss, not nostalgia for Ace from Second Sighting. And he knows that. I just, but he honest- should. But but he should still. If you have a 17 song set list. You should have maybe half and half or or two or two thirds or something. You should not have 14 of 17 songs be Kiss songs. No, you don't even listen. You can do you have seven. Let's just even call it 15 songs, right? You could do three Kiss songs. Exactly. Yes. Literally three Kiss songs. Yep. Meaning non-vocal vocal. When I say Kiss songs, I mean non-vocal ace songs. I don't count. He only should be doing Kiss songs that he wrote or sang. That's it. And every song yeah. he sang, he wrote. So that's it. It shouldn't be anything other than Parasite, Cold Gin, uh, Rocket Ride, Shock but, Me, things like that. Yep. Hard I time and move and, on. And I, I, if, I would agree that I think all the fans think the same way. The only time he should be doing Kiss stuff is when he's doing festivals or an opening slot. Right. And I'm sure, listen, I'm sure the guys in Ace's band are telling him this. I don't know what, what the who, I mean, obviously Ace is the final decision, but I don't know what's the thinking behind that to say, let's do a lot of Kiss songs. I don't really don't get it. Yeah. Well, they do my songs, so why can't I copy them? Well, but you don't I have. Don't, but the difference is, you well, don't I don't think Kiss is them. playing "Dancing with Danger" on the fucking end of the road tour. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're playing. I'd, I'd love them to. <laughs> no, but he, I guess yeah. he's going with "Shock Me" and things like right. that. No, I know, I know. But I will say this: his girlfriend is not doing him. Any favors putting these videos up on Facebook? Well, there I told you earlier before we started recording. There's Facebook groups out there that love it. They love her. They love the videos. They love Ace. So that I don't know. It doesn't bode well. All she's doing, everyone's like watching her. That now she's getting trolled tremendously because she's like blocking people. Yep. People like this is brutal and shit like that. And then she's replying, "No, this is brutally good." Right? Like. I know. Come on, dude. It's painful. It's fucking embarrassing. And just listening to him sing, opening up, doing Rip It Out, I I, I swear, you can get anybody off the street. Take a rock and ride. <laughs> Let me, honest question. Go ahead. So I, I, I do think, you know, him playing and singing is is ham- hampering both of them. So yeah. if you had a choice, let's just say he comes out and does Rock and Ride, right? Mm-hmm. Opens up. If if you knew if he stopped playing guitar on it, his vocals would be perfect. Or if you knew if he stopped singing on it, his guitar would be perfect. What would you pick? I don't need a guitar. Yeah, he can't. He can't sing right now either, Joe. No, no. But I'm t- I'm giving you the choice. Let's just. I would rather I, I would rather watch him play the guitar and have Ryan or Jeremy sing all the songs. Do you know what the other problem is? He got rid of one of his guitar players. And yeah. now he's just stuck with Jeremy. So he has to keep up with both. 
And now he's fucking up exactly. because this is why he can't be in Kiss for a whole set list because he can't be one of only two guitarists on stage. He can't right. do it. That's right. When he was the third, think- gu- when he was the third guitarist, he could kind of ho- sit back and kind of not have to be that guy. He ain't I agree with Kiss. that. I, I do think that that's a little bit of the problem. I do. Th- listen, you guys know I just tracked with Ace. Ace can sing. He can yeah. still sing. Oh yeah, sure he it's can. Doing, you know, it's it's you know, it's the old adage: uh, chewing gum and walking at the same time, right? So, you know, doing both of these on a nightly basis on songs that he hasn't done, you know, for maybe for a long time. Some of these songs, it's hard to sing and play these songs. I think, especially when he doesn't have that added help with the guitar. So, it, back to what I said originally, I would actually rather hear him sing all these songs perfectly and then just come in for the solos. That's what I would prefer. Hold the guitar. Don't even play it. Act like you're playing it. And then come in for the guitar solo. We don't need him on rhythm. Because if you honestly, if you watch him, even in like old Kiss videos, Paul is holding down so much of that rhythm. And Ace is playing these little melodic things going on. And then the solo. And I think if you even listen back to Kiss records, a lot of that rhythmic stuff on the records is Paul, not Ace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I, I just think... If he put a little money into the band, brought back another guitar player, and he sat back, I think the song. But at this point, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. And that's just the problem. And so that ain't changing anytime soon. Anyways. But it's the same thing. Just like everyone complains about Kiss selling stuff. As long as he's selling well, and he is. He's Tickets are selling well. It doesn't Dude, matter. He's selling out 500 seat places. Yeah, but, Come that, on. but that's but that's Ace. Joey Casada, fucking acapella, <laughs> can sell out 500 seat places. So you're telling me Ooh. if the, if the solo in Detroit Rock City was perfect the other night, he's going to move up to 1500 the next night? No, no. it's this, it's going to be the same either way. Is what I'm saying. However, if people don't hear the backlash, how many people are saying I'm not going? I can't see this shit. I see it in the comments. How many people say that? Like, I'm not paying to see this. We said it. Like, I because don't want to because the, because the tickets are full price. They're full. But if I, he was decent, we wouldn't. That's be my problem. point. That's yeah, my point. And that's, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's only hurting him by being bad. Sure, he may not now. Even if he was great, he's not selling out fifteen thousand arena uh, seat arenas. If he wants to, if, if he, he should ch- be able to do five thousand. If if five thousand, dude nobody's doing 5,000 these days from that era. No. Not, not, not like Ace. No, you don't think no. he could have done? No? No. Oh, fuck no. no. Dude, if wow. he was charging 25 bucks to play, pay at the National Carnival, I'd go. But he's charging like full price of 65, 75 bucks. I'm like, nah. I, I, if I want to hear Kiss songs, I, I'll go see Kiss. If I want to hear Kiss songs done badly, I'd ask Joey <laughs> to play them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tom, would you spend 65 bucks to be told you again he's doing the 78 solo record? No, because that album sucks. <laughs> Why do I bother coming on the show? Oh, By the way, man. which is a great segue, are... which is a which is a great segue into the into our episode. But go ahead. What do we do? What? what? Uh, you're so off on the Paul Solo record. This it his his great stuff on that record is great. There's a lot of Love and Chains is a complete fucking dud. What? Complete dud on that record. Are you all yeah, right? There's, there's, uh, all, yeah, it's all right is good. That's Dude, there's like, one bad song. Why are we, on Paul's uh, we, we, we'll get we to this I, when we make our he's, pick. He's fucking with us. Love and Change is going to be his number one pick in the draft. That's what he's doing right now. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, trust me. It's not going to be right. there. We, before we get to the episode, Ace has something to say. 
Hey, Joey Cassad, I heard you were on Shout It Out Loud cast. Guess what? You're fired. <laughs> Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, guys, I'm back. Ace, don't worry. I buried Tom and Zeus. You won't hear from those morons no more. You won't see those guys no more. That sounds great. Hey, by the way, you got any x lax on you? I've been taking a shit in weeks. God almighty. <laughs> I got cashews, Ace. You like cashews? I love cashews. Give me, me a fist. I need a fistful of, fist of trail mix. Give me ones with the pralines inside. Oh, good God. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to do a kiss draft. Haven't done one since January of 2022 with the actual Aces band was the last time we did one. So we did a draft of Gene and Ace songs since they played with them. Now we brought on the lovely Joey Casada to help us since we reviewed all four kiss solo albums. We want to now. Go and do a kiss draft on the solo albums. The only caveat is you got to pick at least two songs from each album. Before we get into it, do you want to rank these? Again, so this it's not that it changes year by year, but definitely the like of these changes year by year. The order doesn't change. To me, clear cut ace is number one. Paul is number two. Paul is Paul is a phenomenal, phenomenal record. I'm not saying it's a bad record. It just has a, a couple more duds to me than Ace's record. Peters is a very, to me, a really very underrated, strong third. And then Gene is holding up the rear. And really, even Gene's, I think the the great stuff on all of these is great. So, but it just, I, the way I rank them, some of them have more duds than others. Gene, to me, just has the most duds. But the great stuff on Gene's, I absolutely love. Okay. So, and, all right. All right. I'll, I, that's, that's a ranking that that's probably the more, the more common ranking. Uh, before we get into the draft though, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about, cause now that we've ranked 
now that we've reviewed all four albums, let's talk a little bit about just that era, the, the solo albums themselves. Like, do you remember, I mean, Zeus and I were five, you know, Joey are about the same age. Like, do you, do you remember, like, tell us about like, which one did you get first? Did you have all four? Did you like them? Do you still listen to them? Do you remember seeing them in the record store, et cetera? Like, let's talk about just that, that era of kissdom. So it's funny. I definitely didn't get them when they first came out. I was, I'm a l- tiny bit younger than you guys. I think I was four when they came out. And okay. uh, my first record was double platinum. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my first concert, I'm sh- sure everyone knows by now, I tell the story all the time, was Dynasty. So mm-hmm. I didn't, definitely didn't get the solo albums when they came out. Um, it's something that I revisited. I would probably, I'm going to assume, I don't even know for sure, I'm going to guess 81-ish, somewhere around that area. And I think the very first one I bought was Peter's. Wow. Just because, obviously, <laughs> I loved Peter. When I saw the Dynasty tour, I fell in love with Peter fell in love with the drums, so on and so forth. Now, as a kid, I don't know, we don't know what the hell is on these solo albums. I'm thinking, Peter Chris, I know the song Beth. And I remember the specific, the only story I really remember from buying one of the records in the store, we were going to like my cousin's house for Christmas every year, like a family tradition. And they loved Beth. They loved the song Beth. They knew I was a kiss freak at this point, even like 80, 81. And they wanted me to like sing Beth for them. I was like, okay. And I ran to, you know, we, my mom, we ran to the store. We picked up Peter's solo record that was on the shelf still. We don't, I don't know that we just assumed that Beth was on that. I didn't even look at it. I didn't even listen to the record. I remember taking it to my cousin's house and like putting it on and going, okay, which track is Beth? And you know, I'll, I'll like sing to it. I'm five years old, six years yeah. old, maybe. Beth, obviously we know Beth is not on that. It's just, you know, that kid's mentality. Yeah. At that time, my brain associated Peter with Beth. So obviously, how could Beth not be on that record, right? Joey, same mentality with me when I got Gene Soul. I'm like, fuck, calling Dr. Love, God of Thunder, friggin' all these songs that we that we love. Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, this isn't that. Right. You know, and... The funny thing about this, and I, and I don't, I don't know why. Maybe it's because, and you hear this story a lot when you talk, when you read things about the Kiss solo albums, about how maybe the record company kind of overestimated the ability for young kids to buy four records at once when they came out. I had all of them when they came out, except for Paul, which is the irony of ironies because it wasn't a conscious decision to not get Pauls. It just, again, I, I don't know if my parents were like, okay, you got these, whatever. I remember. Like, I think I smashed Peter's. It was I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? <laughs> Jeans. I, I, I still love Jeans because I like his voice. and I love radioactive aces. I always gravitated towards some of the half the album. And then I never got into Paul's until later on. And, and I was like, oh, my God, what a revelation. It's like this missing album for my my kiss catalog. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it was it was funny thinking back to that being five years old and having that and 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 just going into the record store and just being buried with kiss in, in that era. You know, you had Phantom of the park had come out and double platinum. And it was just, Oh, great, t- great time to be a kiss fan. You know, it's funny. I think Paul's was my last one as well. Yeah. And I think it, I it, listen, it had nothing almost, you know, as, as when you're five and six years old, it almost has nothing to do with music. I'm oh, looking at the covers. Yep. Those four covers are still one, maybe the four, maybe the four best covers. They're, they're incredibly iconic. Yep. But Paul's makeup, for some reason, was the least 
attractive to me. I didn't, you know, I didn't care about Paul's makeup as much. Peter, I gravitated t- towards because the concert. Then I think Gene was next because of the blood, probably right. And then Ace, I loved Ace's makeup with Spaceman and the blue outline and stuff. And then I, I don't even remember when I got around to getting Paul's. But you're right, you know, because I, I got um, introduced with Double Platinum. And even then, Alive 2, right after Double Platinum, to me, everything was greatest hits. I don't know the difference yeah. between a studio record or a greatest hits record. I'm just thinking, oh, all their songs are on this. Zeus? So, at five years old, it wasn't so much the music. It was like the characters. And yeah. so, I had my brother, who's three years older, and I had two other cousins that were boys that we always hung out. We were close in, in, in Arlington growing up. And so I remember the four of us who would always hang out. And it was that game you play where I'm Gene Simmons. I'm this guy. You're this guy. And I was always the cat man. I was Peter Chris. And then you would have like the albums, the covers. I don't even know if you played the music, but you would like play fight. Like, oh, I'm the demon album. And you're like, <laughs> you just got into it. You got in with the the baseball cards. You end up buying those and you, the dolls, and so it was more of that than understanding what am I listening to. Oh, I'm going to gravitate towards that because that's this song, and I like music. I just remembered listening to Radioactive. That's the only song. Me, me too. That I remembered as a kid, going, "What the fuck is this?" And like all the devil stuff that was going on in the seventies, there was always every other TV movie was about the devil, the devil. And that was the one album that I kind of remember. I didn't have a preference as I grew older. I gravitated towards his aces album. Uh, Cause I met some punks from the projects of Arlington and they were all into ACE and they're like, you gotta listen to this. this. And it was speeding back to my baby in the guitar solo. Oh yeah. And uh, they really enjoyed that stuff. So they got me into it. And then I got into the rest of stuff. I really didn't get into Peter's album until like college. And I'm like, mm. you know what? This is pretty good. It's not really kiss, but I like all mall. I, I don't have really a preference. I, I, you know, I think things happen for a reason. So I'm glad they did them. Yeah. I'm oh, glad me too. We have these songs. Absolutely. Um, I wish it wasn't really the end of the band, but kind of was after this. It wasn't ever the same. And yeah. unfortunately, we 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 run into that problem. But what I what I like to uh, say is basically we got to the point where these albums now are part of like the Kiss discography. We don't, at least on this show, we treat it as though. Every time we do an album review, every time we do a song, oh yeah, the solo albums are included. Mm-hmm. And these songs have somewhat become iconic. I wish they were given more respect and love, but they're not. However, we love them on this show, and that's why we're doing this fucking draft. That's right. That's yeah, right. Listen, whether it was the beginning of the end or not, you know, I think the beginning of the end happened way before the solo albums. I think this was the band-aid, right? That they tried to patch up. Um, but I've absolutely love that they did the solo albums. Oh, I think too. it's, you know, look, whether it was a hit at the time, whether it caused the downfall, who cares? Looking back now to say the band that we love so much, each member released their own record at the same time. Think of 1978, what the hell came out in 1978 for Kiss. Yeah. It's insane to think what they were doing at that time. And whether you like the albums or not, 
each album is great in its own way. It really is. And for yep. what they were doing, it's incredible that they got that done. So whether it was a, a, a commercial success really doesn't mean anything to me. I absolutely love that they did the records. Mm-hmm. If they didn't do the solo albums, you wouldn't say, oh, man, wow, I wish there wasn't that gap in between the discography. But in between that year, they threw in 39 other songs that we right. now have. Right. That's insane. Insane. Yep. yep. Well, let's start us off with the draft. Uh, we're going to do this uh, uh, snake. Yep. You're the guest. Do you want to go first or do you want to go third? Or do you want to so, go second? So third will be third and, and fourth. Yes. Correct. I'm going to go first. Okay. You're go first. Tom, what do you want? You there's, only three of, there's, there's only three of them. I'll go second. So, okay. yeah, I'll go second. So Joey, me, and Zeus. Okay. Now, now, 10 songs, you have to have a, at least two from each, which then yep. will leave you with two wild cards. Okay. All right. I got to start off to me, really the best. There's a lot of all, I mean, well, three of them have incredible opening tracks. Peter's is good too, but three of them, I thought the opening tracks, maybe the best tracks on their albums. Uh, I got to start with my favorite record. I got to take rip it out. Fuck off, dude. Oh, good. Because again, like we always say, because it's a draft, there has to be a little bit of strategy here, especially if we're relegated to picking two off of each. Um, the only reason I wanted to go first. That's the yeah. only song that I really wanted to make sure I got. There's yeah. one other that I know is going to be picked right now, but everything else I'm okay with missing. Yeah, hmm. this is tricky for me because I'm not a huge fan of certain albums, and I need to be careful about what I can pick from them. So with that being the case, uh, again, it's draft strategy. This isn't my this isn't my favorite song from the solo albums, but I got to go with it. And uh, it's speeding back to my baby because I'm not a huge, huge fan of the Ace album. OK, you guys are insane. <laughs> there is a track that is by far the best track on one of these albums. And that's radioactive. I'm taking that right off the top. Honestly, like, that that would have been my pick without question. But I feel a little bit more strongly with than, with Gene's album than with Aces, and I was I was terrified that if I didn't take Speeding Back to My Baby, that you would have, and I would have been screwed. So it was a gamble between Radioactive and Speeding Back to My Baby. I like Radioactive better, but I had to play defense. So, and I'm taking It's All Right from Paul's. Wow. Nice. I love that song. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then for me, I'm going to take my favorite song off of my favorite solo album, and that is Tonight You Belong to Me. That's my other one that I really wanted. Yep. All right. Joey, two picks for you. Oh, shit. That would have been great if I could have gotten that. Yep. Um, okay. So let's let me see here. Let me pull up some more solo albums here. Many years since I was here. <laughs> I was dream. I was that nighttime away. All right, let's take goodbye from Ooh, Paul's. Okay. Nice. Nice. Good song. Good song. Love that song. Yeah, me too. Keep him waiting. You know, Bruce didn't know that. I'm like, what? let's keep him oh, waiting. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, listen to box. He goes, and he kept saying that he was upset 
when the box set got, I had other problems <laughs> with that box set. I'm like, if you listen to disc one, keep me waiting. That's good. Oh, enough. yeah. Yep. Yep. And listen, obviously it's played out, but it's, it's, it's so good. I'll take New York roof. I knew you was, once you said played out. It's too good not to take. I know it's, it's one of those songs that we hear so much. Play that on Ace's record right now. It's fucking phenomenal. Okay. All right. So the best song off of Gene's album was taken and we need to have two. Look, I, I like Gene's album. I know it takes a lot of beating because of people like, oh, when you wish upon a star or this and that and the other thing. I don't think it's that bad. I'm taking Living in Sin. <laughs> at, the ho- at the Holiday Inn, baby. When he calls Classic Cher lyrics. on the phone. Hello. Hello, oh. baby. I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to take. I do it now. Do it now. I'm going to love you. Oh, yeah, Peter. Whoa. Don't let me find you. Nice. Sleeping with another man. Okay. And then I'm going to jump on to Ace before I get really fucking desperate. I'm going to grab what's on your mind. Ah, damn it. Okay, that's I a have good one. to be so uptight. Oh, Laura, <laughs> loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I've got one from all four. Yeah, I know. Okay, oh, I, I, I love this song. I, I, it's, it's my favorite song off of his album because it's like disco AM gold, and it's you matter to me. Good one. It's like I one love, of my least favorite songs on that. Oh, album. I love that little. <laughs> it's like a like a seventies roller skating. Song. <laughs> I just like the, the you like the callback. <clears throat> Because you matter to me, and that's why. That's why. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, so I got one from each two. Yep. Joey. All right. I'm going to go. Uh, I got to go hooked on rock and roll. Uh-huh. Oh, you love that one. Yep. That's a great tune. Yep. Now, this is a tricky one. <laughs> you know what's funny? I think. I think the amount that the amount of time that we're pausing in between songs kind of inadvertently shows that these are not great albums. <laughs> no, I, I'm do, do you know what I mean? Because I don't know what, when things are going to be picked. That's my so, point. But it's almost like we're like protecting yeah. ourselves from being stuck with shit. <laughs> so it's like, are these <laughs> albums as good as we think they are? I'm going to get my second Peter right in okay. and go with Don't Let Me Down. Oh, good one. Baby, don't you let me don't, don't you right. let me down? Don't you leave me lonely? I am gonna go with mm, God. <laughs> oh God, damn! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh. Okay, I I'm I'm really afraid I'm gonna be stuck with like fucking ozone or something. Um. I know I, I, I'm sorry. I like this. I know Zeus fucking hates instrumentals. I'm taking Fractured Mirror. Wow. What the I, fuck? I, How bad do you like dislike Ace's album? Dude, those, I can't. First of all, I love, first, A, I love instrumentals. Second of all, I love that instrumental. Third of all, the rest of that album is kind of trash. But you, that to me, that's a wasted fucking pick. No, when you know when no I'm one's gonna that. pick that it. Been your, that could have been your tenth pick, you moron. I, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Zeus isn't a huge fan of of a of the Ace album either. I don't know. No, don't put me in that category. I'm not. I don't hate it like you do. 
But I, I don't. But, I'm not a big fan of it as other people are. But again, I, I strategy, strat- Zeus, strategy. Zeus knows I hate this album, so for all I know, he could take Fracture to be- get me stuck with fucking Snowblind. I don't trust him. <laughs> Most people are like, that's not a stuck. Yeah, I, I like Snow. I'll take Snowblind over Fracture any day. Oh, yuck. No, no. All right. I'm going to take the best ballad of the bunch, and that's I Can't Stop the Rain. Get that over with. Now oh. I got my Peters. Okay. And then I'm going to take, see, I know the deep cuts on Gene. I, I'm okay with them. So I don't really need to take them right now. Yeah, and I know you guys, you guys aren't going to jump on those. I don't even have a gene yet. Oh, there wow. You, you don't. Holy shit. Nope. Yeah, that's right. You took goodbye. Shit. Go to the next best a song because he's probably going to grab it. Next best or least worst. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How could you guys not like that record? There's not a because I've listened record. to it. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to take my my next ace. And that's uh, no, you know what? I don't need to. I know I don't need to take it right now. So I'm going to go back to Paul, and I'll take Love and Chains. Ugh. I know Joey doesn't like it, but I think we Tom yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, another that's a dud. Oh, I, know, I don't dud. stand how you don't like oh. that. It's a great song. You know, honest, this, is, this is how I know. Oh. So so let's get this straight. Joey loves Ace's album and thinks Love and Chains on Paul's is a dud. Terrible. Crap. Terrible. You, you know what it is? You've been, spending too much, you've been spending too much time with fucking Pooney. That's the problem. And let me give you a little hint. <laughs> Backtrack to the to the brute. Can, can we edit that disgusting name out of the show, please? Uh, I hear from him enough. Go ahead. Oh, by the way, I, I I think I messaged you guys when I was on PRC this week. My son yeah. came on oh, and he, he mentioned oh, how go ahead. the resemblance between Pooney and Zeus is uncanny. <laughs> oh, so shit. because we're both big and dark, what's he your Oh, do we all look alike? Is that oh, what they're saying? Oh, racist? I didn't. He didn't say big or dark. You disgusting uh, animal! Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Throwing your kid said, up to be racist. That's I what think the doing. word he used was disgusting. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Go ahead, dude. He shouldn't throw that word around that easily. When people can be like, "Yeah, you seen your dad?" <laughs> oh, God. Who's up, Tom? You're up, right? I'm up. I'm up. Uh, I am going to go with. Man, Paul Paul's album's getting getting picked at here. Um, it's probably because it's the best. Uh, I'm gonna hold go me, with "Told Me, Touch oh. Me" is available. Tom. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with "Take Me Away" just so I can get that Carmine a piece drum outro at the end. It's so funny you said that because that was that was going to be my my segue right here. Let me tell you something. I love Carmine. I but, know him personally. He was you on like Xerox. Mustache? He was on Xerox with us, even though he hates us because we had to edit his part down. I don't know if anyone's ever seen him on Xerox, but there's a scene where I can't play a show because I tore my ACL, which I really did on set. Yep. And we're auditioning drummers. Nobody shows up to the audition, but the guys order pizza. And Carmine walks in as the pizza delivery guy. Mm. And <clears throat> he sits down at the drum set. They're videoing because they're, they're ready to audition people. And he starts playing and he's fucking killer. And I don't know. I made a comment like, Pete, that's not a pizza boy. He's like 80. And oh. he was so mad at me. I mean, it was all in fun. It was comedy and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But anyway, I love Carmine's playing. I think he's innovative. He's, you know, he was neck and neck with Bonham. They used to trade licks all the time. But I will tell you, the end of that song, very overrated. I don't love the drum stuff on that. Really? I wish there was more. I wish, you know, I heard the hype about it for so many years. And I, the more I go back to listen to, it's not great. I wish. Well, they, I, well, well, no. I, much better. 
Joey, I will agree. I don't think it's nest. I wouldn't use the word great. I just, to me, because I love drums, I, I'm not going to call it great. I just find it. I just think it's cool. I think I th- I like how he's just improving, just going to town. It's, oh, I, I agree. I, yeah, I agree yeah. that it's cool. I think it's cool that Paul, you know, let that go on for whatever forty seconds. Yeah. I just thought Carmine could be doing more. Paul's. I think. Yeah. I don't think he knew. That's. I have a feeling it's one of those things because then if anyone's ever been in the studio. It just keeps rolling until they tell you to stop playing. You do not fucking stop playing. Right. You just keep going. I think if Carmine knew that was going to be a 30 second drum break interlude type thing, he would have went fucking ballistic. And I just think it was little fills here and there that he was just improvising. Gotcha. So one thing I wanted to add is when you, when we spoke with Bruce, Bruce was constantly making references in Mark's like, Oh, my bro, my brother's going nuts here. Oh, I love how Paul's letting him go. Oh my God. Look how he's letting him shine on move on. He doesn't yeah. normally do like, in other words saying he never let us get away with that shit. Look right. how he's letting my brother. And then he said, Oh, he let Carmine go on that track. Like he knows how controlled Paul is about sure. nothing oh, yeah. and other instruments overshining his performance, but yep. he admitted it. And it was real fascinating to hear Bruce's take on that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry, Joey, you got two picks. All right. So I'm going to go with another Paul. I'm going to take, wouldn't you like to know me? Oh, no, I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to, let's go with my first gene. Uh Oh, (laughs) song seven. Let's go with burn it up with fever. Oh, I like that. Good tune. Burn it up with fever. That's you can no tell you, you, you can tell we're getting old when we really like Peter's album and we're like Gene's album is pretty good. <laughs> you, listen, Peter's album gets such a short um fucking chain because uh, listen yeah. at the time I get it. Yep. 78 and I even get the other members saying what the hell is this? I get it. I didn't like it when it first came out as a Kiss fan early especially in then in the 80s. I never loved it. But listening back it's a great record. I don't care what anyone says. Thank you. And I real what I would love more than anything, it'll never happen. And you know, Paul just did Soul Station. You know that all that the, it's the same type of shit. Why can't Paul go back and really say, you know what? For the time, it was a mistake. I don't think it was a Kiss record. It's not what Kiss fans wanted. But I listened back to Peter's record recently. Yep. And it's pretty good. It was actually too mature for the time. Exactly. You'd, I would but, love him. God, I if, would love him. I would respect him so much if he came out and said if that. Paul, if Paul was as mature as he pretends to be in real life, he would do that. But he's not. He's yeah. a big, he's a self-conscious phony. Agreed. So that's like asking you to make a nice comment about Sonny Pooney. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. That's a good point. See? That's All true. right. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go. Speaking of Peter, I'm going to go back to Peter. I'm going to go back. I love this version of the song. It's probably my second favorite song beside, besides You Matter to Me. And that is his cover of Tossing and Turning. Oh, yeah. Good pick. I love, I love that version of it. The two songs I know you love off those albums are the two ones you picked. And I'm like, those are my least favorite songs on them. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it works out perfect for us because yep. I'm going to take another Peter song. Oh, and I'm sorry, but that's the kind of sugar Papa likes. Oh, yeah. Good tune. Stupid title. Good but the tune. song is fun. It's great. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Absolutely. And I love the drumming on that great song. Yep. All right. I think I'm all done with Paul. 
I really do. I'm not interested in move on or ain't quite right. Um, not interested in hold me. And that's it. So let's move on from that. Is snow blind or ozone taken? I needn't love. Oh, I'm going to take my other uh, favorite uh, a song off of uh, his solo album. And that is the drinking song, Wiped Out. Oh, nice. I was getting drunk. I was I drunk as a skunk. <laughs> I was. Dun, 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 it's, dun, it's, dun. Love it. Love it's, that song. I always love that party drinking song. It's beyond terrible. So, uh, and I always say this, too. The biggest difference, too, with the Paul and Ace album for me is production. Ace's album is incredibly produced. Eddie Kramer destroys it. It's perfect. The, the sonics on that record are great. Paul's is a mishmash all over the place. <clears throat> the, none of the drum tracks sound great. None of the, even none of the guitar tracks sound particularly really? great. Listen to the Ace guitar tones and listen to the, the, the guitar tones on Paul's record. Completely different. Why was I on? I should switch the room. <laughs> a lot of fun. All right, Tom, you're up eight. Uh, all right. I am going to go. All right. Oh, God. All right. We're getting, we're starting to scratch here. The, uh, the, 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 the starting, bottom. Starting to. I know. Uh, good, good point. All right. I only got one from Gene. I got living in sin. Okay. I'm going to go with true confessions. <laughs> good. I'm glad you didn't pick the one I wanted. That's all I'm for. I don't mind. It's, it's, it's definitely not my favorite, but it's, uh, it's, it's good. Dude, it's okay. It's good enough. Are you not my social security? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Joey. All right. So I'm going to go back to Ace. And un- to me, a very underrated song on this record, I'm in need of love. Oh, oh. that is the worst song. <laughs> That's that fucking album. horrendous. Love it. I Solo. need some love. <laughs> Solo is so good. Uh, so just, give and me just some. Just the guitar stuff in the middle. The barn, 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 barn. Oh, it's so great. Oh, All right, I need a transplant. <laughs> Dude, he should sing that now because it would sound terrible like it really is in, in real life. <laughs> Always loved that song. I thought it was a track that never got its due. Oh, okay. Then I'll probably close out my gene with a little man of a thousand faces. Ah, that was almost my pick. I don't think any of you guys like that song. I love that song. It is such a catchy little hook. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, All right. So I got so 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 these are the these are the two wild card picks because I got two of everybody here. So two picks left. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Dude, I think we're starting to figure out that this album might not be these albums might not be that great because I'm like, fuck, I got two picks left and I don't know what I want. You know what album I'm liking less and less as I'm looking at it? Fuck Pulse. No, oh, Pulse. stop it. Stop I don't it. want it. I don't want any of these shitty songs anymore. Stop it. <laughs> Nobody picked Move On. It's not a good song. Although what do you call it rips on it? His brother does rip on it. But it, it's just I don't know how that was the song they played it. Move on. I agree. I don't think it's you told me. I don't think it's that great. But but and that being I don't st- think he did that during his solo tour either, right? No. He played it on his solo tour. I don't what, think move, so. Move on. Move on. That, oh no. 
No, he did because he would tell the story about like his like growing up and why he wrote it and all that stuff. Uh, it's on that, the. It's on the. What do you call? It? You got me, Tom. It's yes, on that, the, uh, that concert. Oh, I meant the '89 solo tour. No, 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 no. This is the one from 2006 or whatever. Uh, But that being said, I'm going to go with the other the other song. It's kind of weird. But again, I got to fill out a 10 song list. here. I'm going to go with ain't quite right. (laughs) I like that. I I like how it builds. I like the I like the uh, the the, kind of the ending part of that song. It's just okay. It's not. It's really. I agree. I agree. It's okay. It's okay. But look at where we are right now. I'm going to take his week. Zeus is going to finish up his draft right here. I'm going to take my one of the, my favorite deep cuts in the Kiss library, and Tom fucking hates this song. Good, and that's always near you, nowhere to hide. Love oh, that. Good. Love it. Oh, Pew. Pew stinky If that's a, not a throwaway pick, I don't know what the hell is. Oh, I love. Oh. I actually love that song. All right, so I'm gonna fucking. Finish up with another Peter track, and that's Rock Me Baby. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, I like that one. All right. Last pick for me. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. All right. Well, Ace's album is trash. There's nothing left there. I think we pretty much took the whole album, actually. Um, Gene. You know what? I'm going to go. Wait, did anybody take this? I feel I'm, I'm now I'm that guy. I always make fun of him at drafts. Anybody, anybody take Tom Brady? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going to go. I'm going to I'm going to go back to my man, Gene, and I am going to go with his version that Zeus fucking hates oh, of no. see you in your dreams. Yeah. Oh, but now that I know our friend Michael DeBar. Exactly. Good is point. All, is a part of it. Now I like it more. And, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to add it to the playlist, just to give some love to him. So plus, I I, I actually I, I love the rock and roll over version. And I think this version is is pretty good. So you guys are done, right? We're done, Joey. End it with end it. Who's the final pick? Uh, I I'm t- I got I got a little toss up here. Uh-oh. I got a, it's either you got a little a, toss up in your pants. What is, what's going on? <laughs> here's the, here's the, the deuce that's in my pants right now. That I'm tossing up. Uh, I got a yeah. deuce in my pants every night when I play live. <laughs> it's, it's the lead of Peter's record. I really like that song. I'm going to love you. He already picked it. Song number three. Oh, yeah, good. Then I'm going to love you. Yep. About it. Great, great, yep. great. Uh, I'm going to go. And I don't think this is gone. Snowblind still there? Yep. I'll take it. Un- but I cannot believe nope. that nobody took Move On. All right. Let's Here's go. Why. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm not All a right. huge fan of it either because I didn't take it. But but before we look at each of our picks, let's yeah. see what didn't get picked. So we always start with alphabetical. That would be Ace. Yep. On Ace's album, Rip It Out got picked. Speeding Back got picked. Snowblind just got picked. Nobody took Ozone. Thank God. What's on your mind got taken? New York Groove got taken. I'm in need of everything else got picked. Yep. The whole album got picked except for Ozone. Except Ozone. So Ozone did not get picked. Then let's go to Jeans. Okay. So from Jeans, Radioactive, Burning Up with Fever, See You Tonight, which was on the Unplugged, did not. Uh, Tunnel of Love did not. True Confession did. Living in Sin did. Always Near You did. Man of a Thousand Faces did. Mr. Make Believe. Uh, nope, did not. Did not. And see you in your dreams. Did 
And when you wish upon a star, obviously did not. So that's four from jeans, one from aces. Correct. Let's go to Paul. Paul, uh, tonight did, move on, did not. Ain't quite right, did. Wouldn't you like to know me, did. Take me away, did. It's all right, did. Hold me, never in a fucking million years would that get taken. Love and chains, did. And goodbye, did. So So Paul had two. Now, let's go to Peter. Peter, I'm going to love you. You matter to me. Tossing and turning. Don't let you let me down. That's the kind of sugar. All got taken. Easy thing did not. Yep. Rock me baby did. Kiss the girl did not. Hooked on rock and roll did. And I can't stop the rain did. So Peter only has two. two. So Gene had four. Yep. Peter and Paul had two. And Ace had one that did not get taken. That's wow. exactly right. How's that sound? That's exactly right. That actually probably makes a little bit more sense. Yeah, I think I, the thing I think I think when you're thinking of the Gene album, to to me, this is how I sometimes rank. I think the strength of Radioactive elevates for me where I rank that album. But I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of dead spots on that album too. I, th- I mean, I, I, and again, I know everybody everybody respects when you wish upon a star and why he wrote it, but that's just that's an insufferable dud on the album. But you you hit it right on the head radioactive and especially with the beginning in the intro too, leading out off that yep. record the way yep. it leads off that record yep it's so incredibly great yep that it makes the whole album better than it actually is yeah i think you might be right i i, I hate the fact that i didn't that I, I i couldn't i needed i needed rip it out or speeding back to my baby on my ace list because those are the only two songs that i really really go to on that album because i just don't like that album so i hate that i was put in a position to have to pick that over radioactive because fuck radioactives is radioactive and rip it out i think are the two best albums out of all the solo albums i can't believe so how many peter do you guys have so what's interesting is joey took four ace two gene two peter to Paul. Yep. So he doubled out. He got the minimums for those three and he took four ace because he likes that album. Yep. Tom, Tom took the minimum for ace two. He took the minimum for Peter two. He took three Paul, three Gene. Okay. What's fucked up is I took the minimum for ace, the minimum for Gene, the minimum for Paul, and four for Peter. Wow. But that, but that makes sense. You love that album. I do. And yeah. what I look at is the good songs from Paul and Gene and even Ace, you guys took because yeah. everybody jumped on them early. Yes. I would have taken them. Now, if we did something where we say, create your top 10. This would not be my list. Yes, this would not be my no. list either. No. Right? No. You'd start supplementing some of our other picks. Yep. But just, I'm surprised with your, especially with your last pick. You have the chance to pick another. I mean, move on is one of the most popular songs on that Paul no. record. No, I, I don't like it. But you, you say you both say you love Paul's record so much without without joking around, without bad mouthing it. Re, let's revisit the Paul record a second. Go so ahead. If you look at it. You already said you don't really love. Obviously, you don't love Hold Me, Touch Me. Right. Right. It's the worst song of the. You I would rather lo- listen to When You Wish Upon a Star. I agree. You just basically both you didn't nobody picked to move on at a 30 song. So you obviously obviously you guys don't like that, right? It's okay. I don't mind it. I just like the songs from Peter's. Like I will put that on. I'm not putting on move on to listen. But that's already so already really two not only weak songs, two duds you're talking. 
two duds. Paul's album. Paul's I wouldn't album. Call move on a dud though. Paul's really album, pick it, dude. You didn't pick it out of out of thirty songs, dude. Paul has yeah nine, because I like Paul, Peter's song album better. Paul's album has nine songs. In my opinion, six of them are absolute bangers on the, out of nine. And what are absolute, the three? What are the what's the third non banger? Move on, ain't quite right, and hold me, touch me are the ones that hold yeah. me, touch me is terrible. Move on is okay, and ain't quite right is okay. The other six, yeah. I think, are bangers. I'm, I'm dead on with you, Tom. And here's the difference. I just put love and chains with that as well. So I have okay. four. Okay. Uh, again, it's, we're not way off from each other. I just have love and chains lumped in with those four non bangers. So for bef- me, bef- and then for Paul's me, record is six great. And f- what is it? What, they have nine songs or nine? Or ten? Paul, it's nine five, on five Paul. great, four not great. Yeah. It, but for me, for Ace, two great. And the rest of the album, other than the other than Fractured Mirror, yeah, you don't I, even I can't like. Listen to- I can't. I don't even like. like uh, I don't New York even. Group. Well, I, I take. I take that back. What's on your mind? I, I like. I think that's a good like power pop song. That's a song that probably Paul could have done on his album. I, I like what's on your mind. But I'm in need of love and Snowblind and Ozone and New York Groove. I can't listen to any oh. of them. They're fucking fun. I gotta tell you, I, without again, I know I'm I'm biased to the Ace record. I don't even think there's one weak song on the Ace record. If there's Ooh, a weak one, wow. it's Fractured, but it, it fits wow. perfectly. No, with the I actually like. Fractured. No, I love Fractured for what it is. I don't put Fractured on. Like, I'm not going, oh, let me listen to Fractured. Quick. Right, right. But as right. a record, right. when I hear Fractured at the end of that record, I fucking love it. Yeah. So if I had to pick instrumentals, it's probably one of my favorite instrumentals. That, yeah, I mean, me I'm not a fan of them. But I will say for Ace, I mean, Needed Love is really the only done. Tell me a song on Peter's. If you get to, you know, if your ear starts getting to what Peter does and you start really liking it, like we all have. Tell me the dud on that. Easy. It might not be yeah. great. I don't I think know if there's a dud. I think the easy. Th- I think easy and, thing is the only one that's tough think, to listen to. And kiss Peter the girl goodbye. Yeah. I I, okay. It. Yeah. But he still he, makes them because his vocals. Again, I'm not saying they're duds, but they're yeah. not. To me, they're the same category as those Paul songs. They're not good songs. They're, to me, they're two weak songs on Peter's. Those two. Yeah. But but there are, there are less great songs than Paul's records. Okay, not, so that's, then that's let's change it around. Are kiss the girl goodbye? Yeah. And what's the other one? Um, easy thing. Oh, easy sorry. thing. Easy thing. Right. Yeah. They're both Are better they, than Homie Touch Me. Okay, I agree. They're both yes. better than the worst two songs I think off every other album. They were. Uh, uh, no. They're, they're yes, not better they're, than Jeans Two Worst. What's What's Jeans Two Worst? I when you say, wish, when you wish upon a star, and and for me, probably see you in your dreams. No, 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 no. I like or no, Tunnel I, of Love. I think no, I like both, Tunnel of Love. I think they're both better than uh, Wish Upon a Star, but not better than the others. No, but I would take if you had to take two, I would take the two Peter songs over the the two worst from Gene. I would take the Agreed. two Peter songs well, I think, over the two worst from Paul because Paul's yeah. worst song is brutal, and I, I get the sentimentality of Gene's song. And I don't mind it, but I don't want to hear it at all. You don't all. want to hear that. You don't want yeah. to hear that. I, again, and then Paul I, and then Aces, I'm in Lead of Love is pretty brutal, but I don't think everything else is really bad. So to me, the way we're deciphering this, I, I almost find it. It's funny because I never broke it down like this before. It sounds like Peter's two worst are not the worst songs. It's just that Peter has more of those middle of the road songs that are good, yeah. but they're not phenomenal. They're not tonight. You belong to me. They're not rip it out. They're not speeding back to my baby. They're not radioactive. To, to me, Peter doesn't have any of those songs. No. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say if you probably put 
the best four songs or five songs, Peter might not make it in there. I think, well, I think that's the exercise you do. If you're making, if you're making a 10 song list of your favorite solo album songs for me, six of them are coming off of Paul's album. And then I'm probably picking Rip It Out, Radioactive, and uh, maybe some, but, but 60, 70% of Paul's album is making my top 10. Those six songs for me are, they're, 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 they're all bangers. And no yeah, other yeah. album, no, but no, no other album can even come Not close me. to o- that for o- me. O- only maybe three make mine from Paul's. Okay. My top 10, maybe Ooh, three. Tonight okay. You Belong to Me, definitely. Goodbye, definitely. And probably Wouldn't You Like to Know Me. Okay. It's so, all right would be a close on the edge. Okay. So I would do it this way. I would say, well, one of the solo albums, Gene, had 11 songs. So let's cheat Yeah. and say, okay, you can take 11 songs. What do you got? Well, that's an, that's also, that's an interesting point because Gene had 11, Peter had 10, and, and, Ace the other two had and nine. Paul had nine. Right, which, which is interesting because... I wonder if that was ever a discussion because the whole point of the solo albums was for them to go and do their own thing. Why didn't anybody come up with the argument to, okay, let's make it the track listing the same amount. You can't have more than 10. You can't have, you know, I'm surprised that they didn't say, let's make this uniform across the board. What I think is easier is Peter had these songs. Oh yeah, exactly. Before right, with right, lips yeah. and stuff. So right. that was easier to, to bring in and Gene is always writing shit. And, and, to me, and I, and I think when you wish upon a style was a complete throw in, just as a sentimental thing. And I thing. don't think at the time, too, I think it's more of a... I don't think they were like, oh, uh, you gotta have... We gotta all have nine. I don't think it mattered to them. I think it was a production cost thing. I think it was a... No, a I'm length, just saying... A, a length thing for vinyl. I, yeah. I think it was. It had to do with that. I don't think they actually told each other how many songs they were doing. I'll guarantee no, I, right, which is No, which was my point was that I'm surprised that they didn't try to make everything you know we're going to do the same cover we're going to have our name and i'm surprised yeah. i didn't say okay we're going to do 10 songs that's that's yeah that's all i was saying yeah yeah this all would right. be a real exercise to try to narrow this shit down but i think that's why we, that's why we decided when we finished reviewing all the solo albums like we have to do an episode on the solo albums in entirety and i think the best way to do it was would be to do the draft and pick apart what, yeah. what exactly what we're doing right now you yeah. know yeah all right Tom, what we do next is we go to question of the week. What do you got? Well, usually when Joey's on, Joey asks us the question sometimes. We all know the solo album songs that they played on the Dynasty Tour, right? They played the medley, right? They played Radioactive, Move On, New York Groove, Toss and Turn, right? Yes, correct. If you had to pick four different ones, what do you pick? You want to go first? A okay, medley. Yeah. Oh, it's not a full yeah, yeah. song. The medleys. Okay. For me, it easily would have been Rip It Out, although I think Peter would have struggled playing that, with all due respect to Peter. Uh, Gene, ah. See, it's funny because that's a great question because if you go and watch the Dynasty footage, how silly does the band look singing Tossin' and Turnin' live? You know, Gene's got the dynasty costume, the demon, yeah. and he's sitting there going, tossing it. It just looks goofy. So, I mean, God, this is, this is, this is, I hate to give you credit. This is a good question. Uh, Rip It Out would be a struggle. I think easily It's All Right would be the Paul song, poppy and upbeat. I think for Peter, you would absolutely do a ballad 
So maybe Kiss the Girl Goodbye or Easy Thing. Probably the songs that we don't think are that great, but I think you could do a ballad in the vein of Beth. And then Gene, oof. Honestly, maybe see you tonight or see you in your dreams, but that's considered a rock and roll over song. So I, I don't know. M- maybe living in sin. I don't know. I, in my mind, I'm tra- none of them translate well live except for Aces and Pauls. Zeus, what do you? What about you? So number one, Peter is definitely doing hooked on rock and roll. Okay. He, I mean, they'll already have Hard Luck Woman and Beth by that point. Okay. In the set list. Uh, Paul, for me, I would love to see him do It's All Right. Yep. Ace, I would love for him to do Speeding Back to My Baby. Yeah. And then the Gene is the hardest part because none of his songs no. sound very Kiss-like. Exactly. Worse than Peter. I agree. So yeah. you can't do Burning Up with Fever. No. See You Tonight is a... That's why you unplug you, it works. You, you you cheat by doing See You in Your Dreams because it's already a Kiss song. <laughs> see You in Your Dreams. Yeah, I would have to say they play that. Yeah. What about you, Joey, if you were picking? Obviously, we got to go rip it out. And I disagree. I think Peter could could definitely handle it. Um, obviously, okay. 79, he's starting to go downhill a little bit. But yeah. rip it out's not. I mean, obviously, the middle section's a little hard, but he could handle rip it out easily. Okay. Um, I'll go. I got to go tonight. You belong with me with Paul. I don't know if we do the intro, but it's still oh, okay. it's just it's the best Paul song. Yep. Bar none. Yep. Uh, Peter, I'm, I got to go with Zeus hooked on rock and roll. I think it's perfect live. I wish they would have done that instead of tossing the turning. Yep. And for Gene, you're right. It's weird. It, it would to me. It's a toss up between burning up with fever and living in sin. Yeah. And I think I just think living in sin would probably translate a little bit better. He can imagine could, he can, Kiss doing "Burning Up with Fever," doing the backing uh, vocals of that. I think, but I, I think, I think living, I think he could make "Living in Sin" very yeah. demonish because that's what I think too. Because it's got the word "sin" in it, so he could he could do it up. You know, what about, the chorus. Yeah. The chorus is a Kiss chorus. It's a Gene Kiss chorus. Yeah. What about true. this theory? What if at the oh, end no. on the encore, instead of them pulling out the piano for fucking Fatty McGee sitting down <laughs> with the fake piano playing Beth? What if Gene in his costume came, sat on the bottom of the stage a la Peter in the Roses. And sing When You Wish Upon a Star. (laughs) When You Wish Upon a Star. And it was like a sentimental thing. People would probably be like, what the fuck? No, they would be around. I would would... love them to fucking end the last show like that. I would care. I would imagine this this was all a dream. This was all a dream. And I can't thank you for giving me this life and it all because America. And this is the song that reminds me. I'm of actually going to tweet that idea out right now. Cause it's good work. Do it. Okay. Do it. Get, get, yeah. get, get, oh, my get favorite laugh. thing about you tweeting my or something. Um, was you bitching that Tom was texting you in the morning and then two seconds on my Facebook page. <laughs> hey, this is us zeal two at this time. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, you're you first of all, woke me up. That's why. Wait a minute. First of all, it was fucking 11 o'clock on the morning no, on a Thursday. Stop it right now. <laughs> You guys, you texted me. I'm going to tell you the, the people right now. You texted me this morning, eight oh seven. Yeah, I'm sleeping. Oh Jesus, I'm sleeping. Yeah, you sound like Ernie. What happened? Your voice. That's up at eight o'clock. Now I got to get up at eight o'clock. I'm sleeping. What are you doing? <laughs> I love when you two bicker. That's fucking you've, awesome. You've been hanging around with Ernie for too long. Eight o'clock. Anyway, anyway, great question, Joey. I actually yeah. really like that. Thanks, buddy. Good all one. right. So, Joey, you are all over the place, but you got a lot of fucking things in the air. Tell us what's going on, Joey Casada world, and where can people find you? 
Always busy. You can find me all over social media at Joey Casada, my YouTube channel, Joey Casada Videos. It's on YouTube. Check it out. All my stuff's on there. Z-Rock, uh, ZO2 stuff, stuff with Eric Martin, stuff with Quarantine, with Jericho, doing the Kiss cover stuff. Um, you can, I'm going to be on, I think it was just announced today, on the new Jericho Cruise coming up. Uh, I'll be playing a little with Trickster, a little bit with Quarantine. Making my rounds. I am the official captain of fun. I think I named myself that, but it's, oh, no. it, it, I think it's going to stick. And um, oh. we got some more exciting stuff coming up. Obviously, I'm on the new Ace record. I, I'm hearing the rumors that it might be a fall release. We'll know uh, more when that gets closer. I'll let you guys know. I'll give you guys first dibs on if, as soon as I get the release date. But a lot of fun stuff happening. I'll be playing all over the all, all summer. I just did a ZO2 run in L.A., not only with ZO2, but with my students as well. They opened up first at the Whiskey. Super fun. ZO2's back. We're looking to do possibly an event around this, this last Kiss weekend of shows. So stay tuned for that. We'll figure something out. What about your podcast? And of course, Top 5 with Joey Casada. I haven't had time. I, I've been trying to fucking keep this steady. It's been very hard. We are yep. rapidly approaching the 100th episode. Nice. Um, we have some fun planned for 100. We're at 97 right now. Uh, it should, we've been a little bit off here and there just because I've been away. I've been so busy doing so many other things. But yep. top five with Joey Casado. Last week's episode was, was top five Michael Jackson songs. Yes. Um, we don't have one in the can yet, but we will be back next Friday and Saturday. Cool. Tom, what about us? Yeah, go to our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. <laughs> Shoutoutloudcast.com. That's where you can find of all, all of our episodes, all the Shoutoutloudcast episodes, album review crew, Zeppelin Chronicles, Dorm Damage, all that stuff, all the links to our social media, links to our Patreon as we talked, links to our Amazon store, merch, all that good stuff. Uh, and you can also find us all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, threads now, because that's what the cool kids do. Uh, and, of course, you can email us at shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com check us out on patreon as we mentioned earlier and we always like to say we're a proud member of the pantheon podcast network of shows one more time the official campaign has begun for the make shout it out loudcast great again hall of fame run by myself joey casada hit my music no the the <laughs> campaign has begun i want everyone to start flooding these mopes emails demands you wanted the best you got the best baby joey casada in the hall of fame you wanted the best well sorry you got joey casada instead can i finish this i know go ahead <laughs> dm us on twitter facebook instagram subscribe to our youtube no clip channel uh please go and give us one of those five star child reviews on apple Podcasts. that's a big help to the show as we always say, if you want to help the show, make sure you subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel. You give us a five-star child review and also become a member of our Patreon or go to our website and pick out some of our awesome merch. Our buddy Jeff Trot has got some new designs, including my favorite new design, Fish Alive 2. Oh, God. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jesus the Christ. What are we doing? I want to see a. I want to see a picture of that. I Sonny Pooney bought a triple X the other day. <laughs>
<laughs> you can always go to our website, shoutoutloudcast.com, shoutoutloudcast.com, where you can find everything. And also email us with at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast, gmail.com. Before we move on to famous last words, we do want to say one quick little thing. Despite the nonsense that goes on between the three of us, we actually have a fun project that we've been working on for a little bit of time. Yep. Hopefully done before the end of the year. It's fucking incredible. Yes. It's going to be great. Yes. The three of us have put in some good time on this. Yes. And we can't wait to eventually share the news with you guys. It's good. It's good. I, I, I will say this. I know a lot of times you see a lot of people hyping things up. I think we're actually under hyping this project by the time it is complete and out to the public. I think it's going to be pretty mind blowing. So we're excited for it. Couldn't agree more. Super excited about it. I mean, if you put our three brain cells together, you might get one. We've, we've almost formed (laughs) a half a brain Yeah, and we've come up with something really fun. I think people are going to be excited about. Can't wait to announce it as it gets closer. Yep. Absolutely. Well, we like to end on famous last words, songs from Kiss lyrics. Joey Casada, do you have any? All right. So I, I think I mentioned that I, I had one, but then you told me I you do it every time you've been on the show. <laughs> I like it. God damn it! All right. So we'll stick with the, uh, the 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 theme that we've been on. So let's see. I don't know if I'm up or down, lost or found, with you. You should have told me I'm not the only man to love you twice. But since I know now, I think I'll go now and I'll find someone who will love me right. Zeus, because you're the kind of sugar Papa likes. Oh, God. All right. I have. I should share my screen. I have. That's the kind of sugar Papa likes up. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> I, I should share it to you. I, no. Motherfucker. Go ahead. All right, I'll go. I'll go go with some poetry from Gene. You're just a victimless crime. It happens all the time. Yeah. You haven't overstayed, and your bill is not paid. Yeah. Poetry. Oh, genius. Brilliant. But an hour long, coming on strong, I was getting drunk. Next thing I knew, I looked at you. I was blind as a skunk. Great. Oh, my God. What different feels the three of them have, right? (laughs) So good. (laughs) If that doesn't tell you everything anyone needs to know about the solo albums and those three quotes, I don't know what does. It's true. It's true. And then you put a little... Hold me, watch me. Realize none of us picked a Paul song. Of course. No, no, no. (laughs) We all say it's our favorite, too. Well, two of us. Yep. Yep. Uh, Joey Casada, Tom, Kiss Army, Loudcasters, Solo Tards. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Always a pleasure. Again, vote now. Joey Casada, Hall of Fame 2024, baby. Woo. Maybe by then you'll get in there because because we'll <laughs> do it in twenty. <laughs> yeah. Why do we do? Tw- did you do twenty twenty three yet? No, no, not yet. All right. Uh, uh, oh, it's the end of the year. It was the start of the year. No, it's right, the end of the year. Hold on, edit that out. <laughs> no. Remember, everybody. 
three bucks. All right, I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll postpone my campaign for next year. All right. Joey, thanks for joining us. We always have a blast with you. Uh, reluctantly, we like to call you a friend, but we always have a great time. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Hey, Tom Zeus, why do you have to curse so much, you fucking assholes? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.